The Film Guide with Chris and Sam, part of the St. Albans podcast with Danny Smith. Hello there and welcome along to another edition of the St. Albans Film Guide. It is Friday the 11th of March 2022, can you believe it? And here this week with me, producer Sam, is Chris Aikman, local film fan, and you'll be our guide this week, Chris. So we'll be looking... Apologies, please. Hello. Uh, well, I was going to say I that is what I'm told I will be your guide yes and mm. uh, I hope I I hope I do the film world justice really that's all I that's all I aim for in life yeah so please let's yeah. let's begin indeed so we'll be looking at your choice of movies on free to air television your where to next what's new to streaming but first of all we're going to start with what is new in the cinema please yeah there's not a huge amount of big releases this week the the biggest release, actually, is, is quite an indie film. It's an American indie film um, by Sean, but directed by Sean Baker, who also uh, directed the Florida Project um, that people might have seen. That was a very popular one that came out a couple of years ago, and Tangerine that came out um, a couple of years before that. Uh, yes, this is Red Rocket, um, and it stars Simon Rex, who just the other day uh, won the Best Male Lead. Uh, at the 37th Film Independent Spirit Awards, um, which are in a, like basically the Oscars, but for independent cinema. So quite a prestigious award. He won uh, Best Male Lead uh, for his role in Red Rocket as Mikey Sabre, who is a uh, washed-up uh, adult film actor who returns to his small Texas hometown, um, not that anyone actually wants him back. Uh, is, that, and- is, that, is that because of his reputation as an adult film actor? I think it might be partly that, but also, uh, certainly from the reviews I've read, he's somewhat of a git, to put it mildly. I think uh, other more choice words could be used on a less family-friendly podcast. Yeah, he's... Certainly the review I read the other day basically said it's such a hard role to pull off, and, and Simon Rex does so well at it because he's such a deeply unlikable character, but he's... Also, this he's really charismatic, and you make he makes you want to watch him more, even though he's you know does and says and you know terrible things. He's not a good person, but yet you want to keep watching him. That that is that is interesting because obviously you can get stories, whether it be in film, you know, books, other media, where all the characters are just so unlikable, but like you you hate to you hate to hate you love them. to hate them yeah but you also kind of hate to hate them because you maybe i don't know yeah it, so yeah you, it's an interesting thing that you say that you want to watch you want to watch this person's journey even though they're you know deeply unlikable generally yeah also at the the independent spirit awards which uh they they were presented on the, on the 6th of march they there was the john cassavetes award uh which is a award given to the best feature film made for under five hundred thousand dollars uh that was won by my pick of film of the year last year which was uh shiver baby mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> sam Horror. is still traumatized by i i can't I can't even with that movie. It, it costs two hundred thousand dollars to make, and it is. I think we described it as a time. It's it's social horror. Mm-hmm. It's yep nightmare fuel. We won't go into it now, but it's a woman gets stuck in a social situation that she does not want to be in, and it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. It's a comedy. It's also very funny. We should say that there are laugh out lots of laugh out loud bits, but also at the same time, it's shot 
and scored like a horror movie. So it's it's a very interesting film. And so that one, uh, the John Cassavetes Award for that. But well, that's not what we're talking about. We're no, talking about Red Rocket. I'm glad it got the recognition. Yes, it, it is a very good film. You should check it out, Shiver Baby. It's currently on Mubi if you want to see that. But in cinemas, Red Rocket, I should say this is rated 18, as you can imagine a story about a washed-up porn star might be. Uh, and it also stars Brie Elrod and Susanna Son. Uh, so that is out today. Also out, a bit of a different type of movie. It's actually um, made a couple of years ago, but obviously for, I don't know, some reason it's been pushed back uh, its release. A film called Sideshow, which stars none other than Les Dennis and uh, Anthony Head, uh, Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, among others, uh, April Pearson as well from skins it's about two inept uh, criminals who break into the home of a washed up psychic played by les dennis in search of hidden loot but then they get a lot more than they bargained for but so they didn't is, see that coming did they they did not see that coming mm. and it uh, i watched a trailer for this and it looks like you know could be quite entertaining fair but like i said two not particularly huge releases this week i think i can't remember whether it was last month that i had like you know Three or four pretty big releases on my week and this time. Not a huge amount, but I would really like to see, especially Red Rocket. It sounds like a very interesting film. Are uh, we are we um in the post Oscar nomination period? Is that why it's a bit quieter, maybe? Maybe, yes, because we are so the Oscars are actually coming up relatively soon. Someone better versed and more prepared might have the information on hand as to um when those are going to be. But uh not me. No no siree. Chris, you're only a local film fan. It's you know that's true. I don't actually have to know anything about well, anything really beyond mm-hmm. beyond St Albans. So if really, if, it's, if anything, it's actually quite a uh, good that I you know try at all. Uh, March twenty seventh is when the Oscars are going to be. So there you go. I knew that off the top of my head. Just you know, it came to me. Just yeah, it just you had a few synapses that need thinking up there. Just needed just needed to get them going. Twenty seventh of March. All right, let's move on to what's new to streaming. So coming out on Netflix, we have The Adam Project. We do indeed. This is the latest Netflix film with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, He was more recently in uh, Red Notice, uh, opposite uh, Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. And a couple of years ago was in Six Underground, which is truly one of the worst films I've ever seen. But this time he's in The Adam Project, which is a sci-fi film which says, after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed, played by Ryan Reynolds, teams up with his 12-year-old self, played by Walter Scoble, on a mission to save the future, a mission that includes reconnecting with their father, played by Mark Ruffalo. So, time-traveling Ryan Reynolds. I, I think I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds branch out a little bit. So, yeah. like, we, we know Ryan Reynolds is very good at what he does. He's very charming. He's very charismatic. He's He does comedy bits quite well. He, he's, he, yeah, he, he's very funny. He's very, yeah, he's very charming. He's, he's very watchable. He seems like a lovely man that you'd want to spend some time with. But I think, you know, he, he's obviously, he's found his groove. Like Deadpool was like perfect. It was smarmy and sort of cocky and funny. And he played it perfectly but then sort of occasionally and i think part of the reason that six underground did not work for me as a film one of the parts it had many reasons but one of them is that 
Ryan Reynolds was trying to play a certain role that I don't think was right for that film and that character. And he was trying to do samami, cocky, sort of fast-talking Ryan Reynolds. And I look forward to him trying something a bit different. I think he's, I think he's probably got more range than give him credit for. So it'd be interesting to see what type of Ryan Reynolds we get in the Adam Project. But yes, that is out on Netflix today. Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, it it does sound like quite an interesting concept. Why not? So, yeah, hopefully we'll catch that at some point. And out on Disney Plus, we have a movie called Turning Red. Yes, this is a uh, latest Pixar movie. It was, I believe, intended it was going to be in cinemas, but for some reason, stuff's being moved around quite a bit. And it uh, has found its way onto uh, Disney Plus uh, purely. It's, it's only being released on Disney Plus. Uh, and it's uh, about a young girl called Mai Lee, who is a 13-year-old torn between staying uh, her mother's dutiful daughter and obviously the, the chaos of adolescence and being a teenager. So her protective, if not slightly overbearing mother, Ming, voiced by Sandra Oh, she's never far from her daughter, which obviously... As a teenager, no one really likes being that close to their mum, really, all the time. And as if being a teenager wasn't hard enough, whenever she gets too excited, which is always, she turns into a giant red panda. Yeah, this this looked quite fun. I I have seen the trailer for this, actually. And yeah, it's kind of a coming of age, Yeah, yeah hor- like, you know, the red panda being turned into a red panda is like... <sighs> the literal translation of the embarrassment as being a teenager right where you're you're awkward and your body doesn't feel right and everything's changing and it's yeah, yeah so yeah looks quite an interesting one and i'm sure disney pixar you know it won't make us cry at any point <laughs> see i've i've not as much as i love obviously pixar and they really have I'll, I'll preface this by saying I've not seen Cars. I can't speak to the quality of Cars, but they've not really ever put a foot wrong as far as I can see. Like, or at worst, wheel. Or will. Very good. The worst you can say about some of the Pixar movies is like they're actually like, some of them are like top tier animations of all time, and their less good ones are just below that. The last few, I have, however, I haven't actually seen. So Soul was very well received when that came out, that won the Oscar. I can't even, there was... What was it called? Oh no! Oh my brain! Oh no! Onwards was that one before that? Then there was the one that was Coco. All of these for all of these ones, I would really love to see. However, I think especially Coco and probably Soul will make make me want to cry all the time. And uh, they already got us with the first five minutes of Up, which is the most effective five minutes of cinema you'll ever likely see because you haven't been you've you've just been introduced to some of the characters and in five minutes you're gone you're you you're emotionally involved in a way that you didn't think possible for five minutes of cinema yeah they 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 really nailed that one for sure they did Um, yeah maybe maybe we need to make a a day of of catching up on all those other ones that we've not seen and just accept that we're going to be emotionally wrecked by the end. We'll, we'll just, we'll bust open the tissues. We'll get lots of water so we stay hydrated. And we just, we watch Coco and Onwards and Soul and just catch up. Yeah, that, that sounds like a plan. Hi, I'm Matt Adams, the heart of the Hearts Advertiser for over 10 years. Join me and host Danny Smith for St Albans Podcast. 
a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as our delve into the local stories that matter, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for the St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. Okay, so here we are, part three. This is Chris's Where To Next, where we take a look at international cinema. Yep. And this was a fantastical mystery with a kind of a sci-fi twist, I guess. Yes. This was a movie from Angola called Air Conditioner. Indeed it was. So yes. Uh, Angola. It's so it's in Portuguese. So all, all of the films in Where to Next. Not only are they international, but they're they're not in the English language. So this is in, in Portuguese. Came out in 2020. Uh, it's the feature film debut of Fredic, otherwise known as Mario Bastos, and who is who is has done music videos and short films and things. This is his feature film debut, and he's studied cinema in New York and San Francisco. And it's like you say, it's sort of magical realism. It's bit of sci-fi but it's not it's not showy or anything like that it's it's set in Luanda the capital of, of Angola and basically from the off you learn that air conditioners on the side of buildings used to keep obviously you know apartments and shops warm uh, it's warm cold it's very warm there you don't want to make it warmer it used to make the, the the shops cold are starting to just fall off buildings out the sky they've injured people they've even killed some people and they're just falling and no one knows why and it's a big and it's happening all across angola and matasedo is sort of our guide played by jose kitakulo i do apologize to anyone for for the pronunciation but he he's a sort of security guard such kind of handyman uh, and he's he's roped into helping fix the ac of quite a rude doctor who is the employer of Zazinho, who's a maid, played by Philomena Manuel. And he's got to, Matasedo has got to fix this doctor's air conditioner. He's not taking, he's not taking any, uh, you know, he's saying everyone else's things can fail, but not mine. And so, yeah, there's a sort of, it's a, it's a hard movie to really describe. And I don't think we need to like go, go into, to, or take a break for spoilers or anything particularly, but there's elements of, so I don't even know where to begin, really, in a, in a certain way. The sci-fi elements and magical realism elements are that Matasedo can talk telepathically to some pe- certain people. Yeah, that's right. And that just kind of happens out of nowhere. It's not explained in any way. There's a, th- there's a conversation that happens. Did you where... think something had gone wrong with the subtitling? Yeah. Yeah. I thought perhaps maybe they were like, you know, because the movie's like not, particularly fast paced and so no. i thought maybe that the subtitles were happening too early where you know the scene the scene could have happened with without that conversation you still would have had that sort of obviously you wouldn't have had the specifics of what was said through the subtitling but like you still could have gotten a feeling from from their action i felt and so that's why i was asking oh 
do you think this you know was that right but then yes it happens again later in in the movie and it becomes a bit more apparent that yeah there's sort of this magical realism so it made a bit more sense as you as we went through yeah and and obviously there's the element of why the air condition is falling off the buildings and you meet mr mino played by david caracol who is the local electrician repair guy and he's basically been taking all these air conditioners and hooking up to things and and bypassing stuff and things like that attaching them to tvs and the air conditioners are they're they're storing memories they're taking memories and then he describes it as like like ripe fruit once Mm. they're done they just fall off the the tree and they're like they're filled up with memories they're filled up with memories and then they're gone and i should say like you say it's a very the movie isn't very long at all it's the the runtime is 72 minutes but i think the credits are the last four minutes of it so it's about 68 minutes of film it's very sort of calm and chill lots of long shots of matasado walking around sort of being followed it's it's very beautifully shot it uses the same it's in the same block basically there's like one apartment building and then there's the building across the street where the electricians is and it's the road in between. I did realize as we were doing this, it's sort of, you know, part of the reason this is a fun as a segment for me, certainly. And I hope other people are actually, you know, exploring these movies as well. The likelihood that I'm going to go to Angola is very small in my lifetime. It's not impossible, but it's very small. It's like you just got a bit of a slice of downtown Luanda and a place that I'll, you know, I've never seen before. And uh, probably won't see in real life. I've just looked up as well what the average high for temperatures in uh, Luanda. And in the summer, it actually get well, in our summer, it gets cooler. But the uh, average high uh, can reach about 30 for a few months. So it's very warm and you need your air conditioners. Mm. Um, but it, it, yeah. it's a beautifully shot movie. It's It deals with, there's like sort of, not discussions, but symbolism and and sort of references here and there to portuguese sort of colonization of angola as well as the angolan civil war which was from 1982 to 2002 himself is referenced that he's a he's a war veteran he has a problem with his hearing for instance and he it's sort of he might have ptsd and but i thought even though largely the actors in it are not professionals they are quite inexperienced i thought certainly as a sort of main character although he doesn't actually say that much i thought and he doesn't have a huge amount to do particularly i thought jose kitakulo was very good in the role he's he's just sort of like kind of charming and i say very chill and relaxed and he's just trying to go get through the day and uh yeah is there anything you, you would want to add about air conditioner i think they sort of also reference that you know these 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 air conditioning units are like obviously made they're not made in angola they're made elsewhere and they're trying you know they maybe put the blame onto onto that for the part of the reason or that they're falling off the blocks but obviously you know climate change is a massive issue uh, that we're all facing and um i didn't know if if you know it was trying to sort of directly have any link to that as well but air conditioning itself is thought to because obviously you're using electricity and so forth to to create these cool temperatures air conditioning around the world is thought to be contributing to a potential rise of 
0.5 degrees globally that will be by the end of the century and we need to you know if we if we're to stop sort of catastrophic climate change we need to stop the global temperature rise by um, more than 1.5 degrees and so for air conditioning to be a 0.5 degree contribution is is actually quite a scary number uh, in a way so whether this movie was trying to comment on climate change specifically or not, I don't know, but it sort of reminded me of that fact. So I thought that was interesting um, as part of it. That's all I wanted to say, Chris. So was there anything else before we move on? I was just going to mention the soundtrack as well, sort of. Mm, Yes. Kind of like jazz-infused soundtrack, original for the film, uh, just pops up here and there. And and yeah, like I said, the lighting, the, the general composition, the long camera shots it's it's incredibly well i'd like to know actually how much it, it costs to make because it's a very technically well put together film yeah i think very much worth a watch yeah unlike unlike anything i've seen recently really yeah i really enjoyed it as well so would recommend yeah next up we're we're coming slightly closer to home and bit cooler bit, bit cool yes it's, it, yes if anything, you know, climate-wise, opposite to Angola, because we're heading to Iceland, uh, and quite a recent film from Iceland came out just at the end of 2021. Uh, it's directed by Valdemar uh, Johansson, and it is Lamb, starring Numi Rapace. This uh, actually got sort of decent release in cinemas at the end of last year, uh, and is now available on Mubi, if you subscribe to that. Uh, if you watch uh, lamb and want to get, you know send us any thoughts about it or if you've watched air conditioner or any of the other films we've discussed previously in where to next then please do email either chris at com or sam at com, and we would love to hear from you and last but not least it's your pick of movies on free-to-air television, Chris. Are you excited? I am thrilled to pieces. Excellent. Right, well, we'll start with tonight, Friday the 11th of March at 11.15pm. On Film 4, we have The Cabin in the Woods. A film that I will watch over and over again. And we last Halloween decided to show to a friend as a scary movie yeah a friend who is not um yeah she doesn't particularly enjoy scary movies and i was like oh this one's a funny one it's a funny (laughs) scary movie i mean it is it is but it's also if you especially if you're a bit of a scary cat it's still also a scary scary movie (laughs) yeah if you're squeamish not into any you know blood and gore it's a lot more gory than i remembered actually yeah it's directed by drew goddard and written by drew goddard and who also directed um bad times at the el royale for instance and it's sort of a deconstruction of horror tropes of the of you know young teens go to cabin in the woods hence the title and are you know set upon by evil things but there's it's deconstruction of the horror movie like archetypes and things, and as everything sort of being controlled by the directors, and it's you know it, it let's like say it's very funny, but also it's got the gore and the scares in there as well. So very much worth a watch um, at eleven fifteen film four tonight. Okay, and then tomorrow, the twelfth of March, on Channel Four, we have at nine pm Once Upon a Time. 
in Hollywood. Now, this is one that I have not seen. It's the latest Quentin Tarantino, obviously. Uh, and w- uh, Brad Pitt won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor uh, when this came out and also stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie. Uh, I just never saw this. This is more, I've put it on there for, for me as a reminder for me. I should probably watch this at some point. So yeah, I've not seen it either. So, <laughs> But I, I've seen, I think, all but Jackie Brown of tarantinos so yeah i think i think i'm the same there well obviously apart from this one as well yes um and obviously everyone loves margot robbie so yes they do uh donna from neighbors so yes indeed <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about neighbors okay? no no that's a sore subject at the moment but yes once upon a time in hollywood channel four at 9 p.m on saturday the 12th of march Now, we're skipping ahead a few days here. We're skipping Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We are indeed. Um, I feel like you had a bit of a thin thin week. There was a lot of films on that I I know will be good. I just haven't seen. I know I just talked about a film I haven't seen, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I didn't want to do that for the entire thing, basically make it a list of films I probably should watch. Uh, so and also there were films I had seen uh, which I just didn't think were worth uh, recommending so we had to skip to to Wednesday indeed so yes Wednesday is 16th of March this feels like a sand pick actually on the horror channel yes at 9 p.m it's the evil dead 2 now this is the sort of film that the cabin in the woods is deconstructing as a bunch of teenagers are in a cabin in the middle of the woods being attacked by evil things <laughs> and so the evil dead uh, directed by Sam Raimi, uh, horror maestro Sam Raimi, who's coming back to cinema screens very shortly uh, with the latest uh, Marvel release, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. He also did Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man trilogy, for instance, among many other things. But he got his start in low-budget horror with The Evil Dead, which cost a pittance, but then was very successful. And so for The Evil Dead 2, he got a much bigger budget, about 10 times the budget, and sort of remade the evil dead but as a sequel form it's it's basically picks up right where the first film left off and it stars the iconic bruce campbell as ash who yes is in this cabin being beset by evil after someone unfortunately reads from the necromonicon or whatever it's called uh an evil you must not read from the book you must not read from the book and it's uh but it's it's gory and scary, but also very funny as well. Uh, it's It's got a lot of humour in there, and especially a lot of physical humour from Bruce Campbell. So that's on the Horror Channel at 9pm on uh, Wednesday, 16th March. That's right. And so your final pick of the week on the 17th is The Guest on Great Movies. And this is also a bit of a late one at 11.25pm. It is indeed a bit of a late one. This is from 2014 and directed by Adam Wingard. It stars Dan Stevens, he of Downton Abbey fame, and as well as the live-action Beauty and the Beast. He was in... The uh, X-Men thing. Um, Legion. Legion, yeah. Legion, he was indeed. He was in Apostle, which is on Netflix. Uh, and he was also in the Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. Ah, yeah. Oh, that, that was a good, fun watch, that was. And Dan Stevens is, I think, a really interesting actor. He he, he So he, he started in, I say, he sort of made a name for himself in Downton Abbey. 
but he sort of he picks interesting roles and interesting films and this is one of them so the guest is about a u.s soldier called david uh, played by dan stevens who visits uh, unexpectedly visits the peterson family uh, and introduces himself as a friend of their son who has sadly died in combat in afghanistan and they invite him to to stay uh, with them in their house but david is not all he seems to be it's very thrilling quite darkly comic in places just you know tense movie and uh, Dan Stevens uh, knocks it out of the park. Um, like I said, a very interesting actor, and uh, look forward to seeing him in more things. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for your, your roundup of everything movie uh, that is coming out this week, the 11th of March, 2022. And, well... We'll we'll be back with me in the hot seat in a couple of weeks' time, and but in between that, tune in next time to uh, hear Max and Danny doing all the same stuff, except for of course Max has his uh, segment Max Action or Action to the Max. I'm not sure whether he's settled <laughs> on a sort of uh, segment title there yet, but I mean I don't know. We we could Shoot. quickly br- brainstorm something, Chris. Or <laughs> I, I like Action to the Max. <laughs> Max Max Power. Max Max Factor. No, that's uh, that's copyrighted. That's a, um, maybe she's born with it. No, Max yeah. C pads <laughs> with um, wings. Um, <laughs> no, so this is where Max. He Max is a big action movie fan, so he picks an action movie and discusses that with the help of Danny, of course. So yes, do tune in in for that next time, and um, well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. So thank you so much for listening, and and take care. See you soon. 